Hi, I'm Joy Moore. This is That So Atlanta, the podcast. Today is National Podcast Day. And I only learned about this from people posting on social media. And I said, you know what? You need to go back to recording your podcast. I want to thank everyone who has reached out to me about my podcast and collaborating and being a guest. But I feel like with this season, I need to focus more on getting my story out. And yes, I'm still dealing with long haul symptoms from COVID-19 coronavirus. You know, I don't know if and when these symptoms will all go away, but I don't have the energy at this point in time to uh, interview anyone. I'm thankful for people who have asked to be guests, but interviewing takes a lot of time. It's a lot of energy. And that's something that I definitely want to do in the future. But for this season, I really need to focus on getting more of my story out so, um, you know, people can learn more about me. And, you know, my goal is, of course, to um, inspire others, empower others. Sometimes when you're going through difficult times in life, you feel like you're the only one that's going through that. But, you know, with social media, so many people have shared so much of their lives. I realize that a lot of people have similar experiences and I need to get my story out there, too. Now, I wanted to say that, you know how some people say you are what you attract. I was looking at a TV host on social media a few months ago, and there was a woman that was being interviewed talking about how it was so hard for her to date and she wanted to find a good man. And she just was not meeting men that were honest, that wanted to be monogamous. And the TV host said, you are what you attract. And you know what? I have to be honest. I think now looking back that me being a kind, empathetic, compassionate person, um, me being caring and authentic, a lot of the people that stayed in my life the longest were the most toxic. And I realize now that, you know, when you're around toxic or abusive people, uh, to me, I've realized that a lot of people who are toxic and abusive, they look for kind, caring and trusting people to target. They want to take advantage of them. Uh, they want to manipulate people. And they're often opportunistic. You know, most crimes are crimes of opportunity. And so I've had to learn how to, you know, better speak up for myself, better protect myself to the best of my ability. When I talked about intuition, yes, there are times when I look back and I ignore my intuition. And um, I, I realize now I should have trusted myself more. But then there wasn't always my intuition speaking up at that time and I didn't always have like that gut instinct that gut feeling so I realize now that hindsight really is 2020 because I look back now and after reading and educating myself about the different mental pathologies of people the way some people think of the different personality types that are out there I realize now that yes there were warning signs and red flags that I missed and now I'm going to be more aware I think that at the first sign of hostility the first sign of passive aggressive behavior, the first sign of anger towards me, instead of me ignoring it or letting that continue from people that I thought were my friends, I need to just either address it right then and there, or I need to just distance myself from that person instead of ignoring it. Because ignoring it just makes it worse. It's the same as when often I thought being nice to mean people would make them wake up one day and be nice to me. That really happened. I realized that some people just don't care about being kind. They don't have the ability to be kind and they really don't know uh, how to be kind. If they are kind, it's usually an act. They're putting on appearances. It's a facade to fool and deceive people, to manipulate people and get what they want. So when someone has 
a narcissistic or antisocial personality when they want to inflict harm and pain on others, usually when they're being nice or being kind, it's usually an act or to appear a certain way. It's often used to manipulate and deceive people. You know, I've been reading on social media, some people post that uh, narcissistic people never apologize. I have found that not to be true. I have actually encountered narcissistic people that apologized to me, uh, made it appear that they had changed their behavior that was malicious towards me. And then I find out that they were still continuing that same malicious behavior. Uh, and these are men directing their anger towards women. So yes, they apologized to me about their malicious behavior, but I found out later that they were still directing that same malicious behavior towards other women. And the apology was part of their act. So while they may not have been directing it at their vitriol at that time towards me, it was still being directed towards other women. And of course, I found this out and realized they had not changed. It was all part of that deceit where they wanted it to appear as if they had changed for the better. So yes, there are times when narcissistic, angry, and abusive people will apologize. Not all the time, but sometimes they will. But I'm telling you, it's not real change. Real change requires effort. It requires self-awareness and it requires the capacity to change. And I really do truly believe that some people do not have the ability to change for the better. And I'm speaking from my personal experience. So when I talked about people I thought were my friends, I realized now that I had a lot of caring, genuine, kind people in my life. And I'm so appreciative of those people when they were in my life. But then I think about some of the most toxic people I had in my life and they seemed to stay in my life a lot longer than the kind people. And I realize now there are a lot of times I should have just walked away, just physically cut off contact with that person. And I didn't. And now I realize that's what I have to do. So when I was in a school, sometimes my classmates would steal from me. And you know, when you're young and people steal, you know, for me, I learned not to be so trusting of people. I was really naive. But as an adult, you know, I would allow people to stay with me in my home, people I thought were friends. And then when they would leave my home, I would realize that one of my belongings was missing. And I think what was more hurtful at this point in time about the um, belongings being missing is that, you know, I wasn't in school anymore. I wasn't a kid. I wasn't a teenager. I'm an adult and this is still happening. So it took me a long time to set boundaries in regards to not allowing people uh, into my home when I didn't want them in my home. I had a lot of people that would try to invite themselves into my home and I would have to say, no, I'm not letting you into my home. Uh, you know, I've had to learn how to say no and not feel bad about it. And it was years later that a young Levant she had posted on Twitter and I was reading her, her post. It said, be careful who you let into your home. Your home is your sanctuary. And I thought back to those times when people I trusted um, were in my home and when they left, one of my belongings was missing. And I realized it's the same with my vehicle. You know, before ride sharing, I used to drive a lot of people around. And I was really offered gas money. And I finally had to start telling people, like, no, I'm not giving you a ride. And I remember once someone I had just met tried to uh, get a ride with me. And I had to say, no, I'm not giving you a ride. It's just setting boundaries and it's protecting my personal space. You know, do not feel bad about protecting your space, whether it's your home or your vehicle. You know, if you have to close the door on someone and say, I'm cutting off contact, then cut off all contact. And I've had to learn if you're going to cut off contact, do not uh, try to um, 
think that person has changed when they're being angry and abusive and negative. Cutting off contact means cutting off contact. And as soon as I have learned I can cut off contact, as soon as I'm physically able to get away from angry and abusive and toxic people, whether it's at school, a job, family, or elsewhere, I'm gone. I'm not giving anyone 5 and 10 and 15 and 25 chances to mistreat me. I've had to learn how to keep my distance. I think that now that I'm more self-aware, I'm more willing to speak up for myself. And I had to lose the fear of what people thought about me. I had a desire to be liked. You know, I talked about being a people pleaser when I was, you know, desperate to have people in my life. You know, I read a post on social media. Someone posted, people pleasers start off as parent pleasers. And it never occurred to me that 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 was me. I was a parent pleaser who became a people pleaser. And I actually didn't want people to be upset with me. I didn't want people to be disappointed in me. And so I settled so often in my life. And one of the the biggest parts of me settling was picking um, jobs that were not good. And I think that when people talk about abusive and toxic work environments, there's not always signs until you actually start working. And then what do you do when you start working? You see you're in a horrible work environment. You have to leave or stay or get fired. And it can be difficult. And I think if I had more self-worth, if I had put more time and effort into it, I would have not, I would not have settled for jobs where I was overworked and underpaid and treated horribly. And I've learned that. I don't want to go back to an office environment, even even a remote office environment where I'm working at a job where I'm not appreciated and I'm just tired and You know, I want to use this podcast as a platform for my voice, but I also want to empower others to use their voice. You know, that's what I want to do. And so I have to continue to tell my story. I've had to become more self-aware. I've had to confront my trauma. You know, people talk about unresolved trauma. I call my trauma unaddressed trauma. It was, I don't think my trauma is ever going to be unresolved, but I've had to learn how to move forward. I've had to learn how to make peace with the past, not live in the past, but learn the past. That's what I have to do. And I'm going to take some of the lessons I've learned and share them with my listeners. And I want to empower others to use their voice to speak up for themselves and others. And I feel like, yes, there are times when, like I said before, I realized I could have done more, but now I'm going to do the best I can. And I don't have that desire to be perfect, to be that people pleaser I was in the past. I just want to be the best of me for me. You know, I want to put my self-worth first. And I don't want to have to worry so much about what others may think about me. What others may think about me is none of my concern. And it doesn't matter anymore. I can't spend my life worrying about what others' opinions of me are. I don't think I ever would have started this podcast if I cared so much about what others would think. I have to speak my truth and I'm going to continue to do that. So I just want to say thank you once again for listening. I mean, I can't express how much having this technology means to me because so often when I was younger, like I said before, I felt like I didn't have a voice, felt like I didn't have a choice. And at this time when so much um, information is out there and so much technology is out there between social media and podcasting and live streaming where people can share so much of their lives. I just want to, you know, use my voice to 
help others. And that's what my goal is with this podcast. And I don't want to let any kind of uncertainty or insecurity stop that. And so in closing, whatever I talk about on my podcast this season, I've had to work through the emotional aspect of it. So even if at the time it was hurtful, it was painful to go through, I overcame that. I overcame it and I have succeeded in moving forward with my life. So whatever I talk about in this podcast this season, I want everyone to know I've worked through it. But I just want to thank everyone for listening and just I'm going to continue to share more of my story.